Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you ready to make America great again? Bernie Sanders doesn't get it. Hillary Clinton doesn't get it. Barack Obama, he really don't get it. The next time we see him, we might have to kill him. Donald Trump has a lot of work to do telling us what he's going to do specifically. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. And the reason is because I have a lot of faith in the American people. Welcome to the second episode of Trumpcast. I'm Jacob Weisberg. I want to thank everyone who rated and reviewed us on iTunes. We appreciate it. Today on the show, I'll be speaking with a clinical psychologist about Donald Trump. But first, the man himself. Donald was kind enough to call in from the campaign trail to read us his most recent tweets. For the first time ever, I'm going to be reading my own tweets. This is going to be very, very classy. People are going to love this. They're going to love it, I tell you. North Carolina lost 300,000 manufacturing jobs, and Ohio lost 400,000 since 2000, going to Mexico, etc. No more if I win. We will bring back. Rubio is weak on illegal immigration with the worst voting record in the U.S. Senate in many years. He will never make America great again. In presidential voting so far, John Kasich is zero for 22. So why would he be a good candidate? Hillary would beat him. I will beat Hillary. Please remember, I'm the only candidate who is self-funding his campaign. Kasich, Rubio, and Cruz are all bought and paid for by lobbyists. Kasich voted for NAFTA, a disaster for Ohio, and now he wants the even worse TPP approved. Vote Trump and end this madness. My guest today is Dr. Ben Michaelis, a psychologist in private practice in New York. Dr. Michaelis earned his PhD from NYU and was a clinical intern at Bellevue. Dr. Michaelis, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. Thanks for having me. 
So you were quoted at Vanity Fair as saying that Trump has textbook narcissistic personality disorder. How long have you been feeling this way about Donald Trump? Look, I've been watching him uh, like this for a while. Uh, you know, the, uh, the article uh, where I was quoted was uh, several months ago. This was actually in the fall. And watching the way in which he had handled himself throughout the campaign and some of the some of his behaviors and the kind of the, the belittling behaviors really concerned me as well as the kind of xenophobia. But the, the one thing that that I thought was a turning point was when he was mocking that disabled reporter. Mm. Uh, and that seemed to uh, expand his power base. And that really, really gave me pause. So let me ask you, you know, when, when lay people see Trump, they say, that guy's a narcissist. And the, there's a clinical term that gets thrown around, narcissistic personality disorder. What is that? So, and just to be clear, like, I've, I mean, I actually have met Donald Trump, but I haven't met him in a <laughs> clinical context, so yes. I can't uh, di- formally diagnose him. But, you know, from a, from a personality disorder uh, standpoint, you know, he really does seem to inhabit all of the characteristics that clinically tend to fall with, uh, with narcissistic personality disorder, which is sort of a grandiose sense of self, uh, very little in the way of concern for others, others' feelings. And, uh, and, and, sort of, and, and the thing is, the, the vitriol that he uses, the way he attacks anyone that feels differently uh, than him, uh, that is also part of the sort of same constellation, because I think it fundamentally comes from a feeling of being really small and disempowered. It's not, it's not true confidence. Uh, it's, it's arrogance, which is really built on uh, uh, fear as opposed to experience and, and, um, and uh, strength. So have you, I know you haven't diagnosed Donald Trump in person, but have you diagnosed patients with narcissistic personality disorder or seen patients who suffer from it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What can be done for them? Can it be treated? <laughs> How much time do you have? Um, so, you know, for many, many years, uh, my field actually tried to avoid working with people with narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, that it was sort of known that uh, very little could be done because you're really you're challenged because you're working with someone with with very little empathy, and and empathy is actually critical for the psychotherapeutic endeavor. Uh, to, to sort of have some sort of, of bond uh, with with your patients. And people with uh, narcissistic personality disorder aren't really able to form those kind of uh, interpersonal bonds because uh, they're so sort of deeply wrapped up in themselves that they, they really can't identify with anyone. The, the only thing that they are generally capable of is having people around them that are kind of sycophantic you know, and that's one of the traits is requiring excessive admiration from people around you. And so there's not a lot of history of success of pe- with uh, pe- people with narcissistic personality disorder uh, in my field, to be perfectly honest with you. So I associate narcissism with, among other things, having a demeaning attitude toward women. Is that a thing? And can women be narcissists? The stats indicate that the majority of people with narcissistic personality disorder actually are male. But women can definitely have a narcissistic personality disorder as well. Um, I think that it tends to go along with certain traits that are, at least in our society, more common with men uh, and, and t- 
tend to be linked to uh, testosterone, but women can definitely be narcissists as well. And for men, is mistreating women one of the traits? It's sort of uh, belittling anyone that is not directly related to um, increasing your power. And because of the fact that women are still uh, marginalized in many ways in our society, it would sort of come often naturally as part of narcissistic personality disorder in men. Do narcissists lie more readily or more often than other people? Probably yes. Uh, the, the thing is, and some of the lies, you know, the most effective form of lying is lying to oneself. So they may not be aware of their own lies, of course, but it is a part of this sort of cluster of personality traits, um, including antisocial personality disorder. So there's a similarity at least clinically, between um, narcissism and antisocial personality disorder, which certainly does involve lying. So, uh, so the answer is probably yes. It's not one of the sort of necessarily diagnostic con- conditions, but ex- being exploitive certainly is, and lying often comes with exploitation. Hmm. Is not paying your bills a nar- narcissistic trait? Oh, absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. To, to, say, to, to, to sort of say, oh, well, you didn't really do the job that I wanted to welch on agreement. Those are absolutely part of that whole constellation of narcissism and antisocial personality disorder. So let me ask you, Dr. Michaelis, if, if he is a victim of mental illness, shouldn't we be sympathetic to him in some way? We wouldn't make fun of someone who suffered from depression or bipolar disorder. I'm not making fun of him. Well, and I, don't <laughs> that, yeah. I don't think that we should. I think that we should take him very seriously. Again, without diagnosing him, I do think that there, there is serious serious personality disorder there and we should be we should be looking at him as that kind of individual as opposed to some sort of uh something to be to be laughed at so what well you said narcissistic personality disorder is especially hard to treat but uh i don't know imagine donald trump came to you and said i suffer from this and i know it what would you do about him how would you treat how would you treat someone like that i uh, I would try to figure out if there was any way to build empathy between him and me and him and other people, um, because that's the way change happens is through some sort of interpersonal connection. And that's what's so challenging about working with people with this personality disorder. Dr. Michaelis, thank you so much for joining us today on Trumpcast. Thanks so much for having me. That's it for today's episode of Trumpcast. Tell us what you think of us by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. On Twitter, I'm at Jacob Wee. The show is produced by Henry Milofsky and Jason DeLeon. Slate's executive producer is Steve Lichtai. Andy Bowers is chief content officer. Let's go out with this clip from Full Frontal with Samantha Bee, where she talked to Trump supporters about the media. But before we forget, the Donald would like to thank one last guest. I want to thank John DiDomenico for reading my tweets. I have to tell you, he was dead on. You can book him for your banquet or bar mitzvah at johnnyd.net. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-D.net. I'm Jacob Weisberg. Talk to you on the next edition of Trumpcast. Was there anything we could agree on? The whole presidential nomination is a big reality show. And that's why he's winning. So you like his media whoredom. But but you're whoring off of his media whore. I'm a whore too. I'm... I think you're kind of a trickle-down media whore because here you are just getting the remains. So in the big... Bukaki of media. I'm the one at the bottom of the fuck pile. I think that's an accurate assessment. Who feels like a party? Mm-hmm.